Yeah, you can proceed. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sri Ranji. Good morning, all, and Jai Sadguru Dev. Uh, before we begin the session, I would bow down and offer my prayers to the holy feet of Lord Sadguru Dev. Please join me by closing your eyes. Sachidananda Swaroop hai Mama Radha Bhagavan Bar Bar Vandan Karun Yukti Bhedarat Gyan Adiyant Guru Madhyame Saswat Jaku Sev Amrit Yantar Yami Ho Namo Namo Mamadev Let's uh, get started first by welcoming our Sadhguru Dev to bless this occasion by reciting the Swagat Gaan. I request Isha Ji to start the session with Swagat Gaan. Thank you, Ravi Ji. Jai Sadhguru Dev, Swagat Gaan. Aaj Swagat Nitya Guru Vare Santev Shubhagama Aayye Adhyatma Vidya Divra Jyoti Somaras Barsaayye Dosh Durguna दूर करके शुद्ध हंस बनाए भेद कम गति ज्ञान कर जन शक्ति द्वार हटाए खुले द्वारा शब्द सागर भक्त जन अनवाई जन सदा पद विश्व शिक्षक शान आन बचाई आज स्वागत नित्य गुरुवर संत शुभागम आइए बोलिए सतगुरु देव भगवान की जय बैक टू रवि जी जय थैंक यू ईशा जी नाउ इन द प्रेजेंस ऑफ सतगुरु देव our next prayer is to His Holiness is the Mangal Gaan. Let us immerse ourselves in His thoughts and pray to Him to eradicate differences and ills among various classes, communities and sections and have a universal peace. Let this earth be a heavenly place with plentiful bliss, prosperity and peace. I would again request Isha ji to sing this beautiful composition. Over to you, Isha ji. Thank you, Ravi ji. Mangal Gaan. 
विश्व शांति नाम मंगल परम गुरु को ध्याई वर्ग द्वंद्व अशांति दूर कर भाव भेद मिटाई सार्वभौम समि सता ध्यात्म राज्य भाषा भाव जग में ज्ञान पर दर्शाई समृद्धि सुख शांति धरात स्वर्ग भूमि बनाई विश्व शिक्षक जन सदापल नीति स्वर अपनाई विश्व शांति नाम मंगल परम गुरु को भगवान की जय बैक टू रवि जी थैंक यू ईशा जी फॉर पुटिंग फॉरवर्ड द सोलफुल वर्ड्स ऑफ स्वागत गान एंड मंगल गान अक्रॉस नाउ लेट्स मूव फॉरवर्ड टू द वंडरफुल क्वेश्चंस एंड we have for today uh it's not the question but uh, we uh, are going to listen the swarved uh, and uh, swarved is the heart of vihangam yoga chanting its dohe brings harmony and peace to our soul and mind and keeps us in the path of the righteousness today we have a renowned speaker dr subhash ji who has been reading swarved for a very long time and uh, let's hear from him what swarved is and uh, some of the swarved duhas and how we can be benefited from its wisdom over to you dr subhash ji thank you ravi ji my prayers in the holy feet of sadguru dev अखंडमंडलाकार व्याचराचर तदपदम दर्शित तस्म श्रीगुरव नम गुरु से बड़ा जग में नहीं कोई ब्रह्मा विष्णु महेशन होई ऋषि मुनि योगी गुरुपद सेवे राम कृष्ण यही मत देवे 
you all for uh, joining today's satsang thank you navy for organizing this satsang without a break and today's host raviji ishaji and everyone else uh, my pranam to everyone else who has joined today. I hope I am clear and uh, audible. So, so today's Sarveda couplet that we are going to discuss is from the second mandal, second chapter and seventh couplet. Surati nirati ke rupame Abda kare parvesh Manakataba bhiman sabha Mite jagat bharam vesha These couplets are couplets of experience. By trying to explain these couplets in words is doing injustice because no words can define these experiences in the form they really come across. So for those, including me, who are still in the early stages of Vihangam Yoga, let's begin with the basics and then we understand gradually every word of this couplet and uh, take it from there. So we have all been talking about Dasam door, 10th door, or the 11th window or 11th door. So let's once again revisit the rest of the nine doors that we have. So the nine doors that we have in this mortal frame, in this body, Two eyes, two nostrils, two ears, one mouth, one anus, and one genital. What these nine doors does, it keeps us connected with the environment around us.
So when we say it keeps us connected, what is us? What am I? Am I only this mortal frame made of muscles, bone, skin, cartilages, connecting with the environment, with the sense organs, and executing daily tasks as a human being through these nine doors. So what am I? So if I say that I am the soul, so in this mortal body, do I still have the soul? Yes, because without the soul and its conscious energy, the body will have no function. We will have everything, the hands, feet, mouth, all the sense organs, but still we won't function. So there is a dissipation of the conscious energy of the soul through these doors in the external environment. When we talk about chatushtha antahkaran, which are man, that is mind, buddhi, intellect, chit, memory, ahankar, ego. So all these exist. All these are manifesting with their qualities. The qualities that they come across is only because of the soul. So as we have discussed in the previous uh, session, that soul has eight suratis. Surati is the conscious force of the soul. We also discussed or talked about that seven out of those are in this world, in this materialistic, uh, inert, uh, worldly environment. We are connected with the help of those seven. Because if we did not have the soul, we did not have that conscious energy connecting us with the environment, then we won't exist. The soul is still functioning, it is still there. So when we look at the couplet, once again we go back to the discussion of Surati Nirati Ke Rupa Me. So Surati is the conscious force of the soul. When we say Surati Nirati Ke Roop Me, means that conscious form, when transforms into Nirati, only then it enters 
the world, it enters the zone of supreme bliss. So first we understood soul as we have always known, and then it's conscious energy about which Swamiji says in Surveda, Surya Kirana Duradeshame Jai Prakashitahoi Chetana Stama Surati Hai Sahaja Gagana Gamasoi Surya Kirana Duradeshame The same way sun is so distant from us and we still have the rays of the sun that illuminates the earth. So Surya Kiran Duradesame Jai Prakashit Hoi. In the same manner, Chetan Astam Surati Hai. So Swamiji has further broken down in this discussion that the conscious energy of the soul, because the soul is a conscious entity, but the eighth part of that conscious entity. So the ray of the sun, the way the ray of the sun illuminates the earth in the same way, let's say soul has eight rays. And when the eighth ray is the dominant ray, when it is vivid, when it is present, when it is manifest, when it comes to its full force, because the rest seven are sedentary or have been silenced. Then that force is nirati. And that nirati enters the chetan mandal or the sabd mandal and experiences the sub, the chetan sound. So it is said that after the deep meditation and continuous practice at the fourth level, and before the fourth level, again recapping other levels, we know that by practice of the first level of Vihangam Yoga, our sense organs are purified and restrained. By the second stage or the second level, mind is purified and it becomes peaceful. And by the third level, pranas are purified. Along with that, the intellect is purified and we become capable of realizing Atma. So what about the fourth stage? So when we talk about the body, the body Ran and mind the body ran and mind are joined together by the light of consciousness 
And as we move along in this upward direction, we start dissociating from our consciousness, the body, pran and mind. So, at the third level, we discuss that the pranas are purified and intellect is also purified. And when we reach the fourth level, the mind and prana dissolve in their origin, lose their potency and strength in the akshat brahma. And here in this zone of Akshar Brahm, soul's consciousness is separated from the physical chaff. So we are saying that the soul's consciousness is separated from the physical chaff. But that doesn't mean that its qualities won't go along with the soul because we are still in the mortal body, in the mortal frame, with the Chatushtya Antakaran. So even if we have been capable of that separation and dissolution, so there is a still, those qualities are associated, the qualities are associated with our soul even till the end. So then when we talk about the continuous practice at the fourth level of the Akshar Brahm, the consciousness is pulled further up. And that results when the consciousness is pulled further up, it is pulled because it has become more shuksham. It has let down, it has let go all other associations, the physical chaff and even the conscious energy that we call in terms of Saptam Surati, and then the Astam Surati, the eight, the Nirati, it is, it reaches, it attains, it perceives, it feels the pervading consciousness of the Supreme Brahma. And here the soul experiences a brilliant light which is very soothing and a sound which is resounding over every part of the body which submerges the soul in a eternal bliss. So as we look at the couplet we know that Surati Nirati ke roop mein, as I discussed, Shabd Kare Parvesh. So when we talk about Shabd Kare Parvesh, we are talking about it further ascending up and joining the pervading consciousness of the Supreme Brahma. Experiencing that soothing light, Sital Ravi, and that vibratory sound, beyond that vibratory sound, 
and the soul has that feels that blessing which is not describable it cannot be described in words it is all about the experience until you experience you don't know what it is man ka tab abhiman sab man mind abhiman ego arrogance so a common question arises that since we dissolved our mind at the fourth stage itself and then we are ascending up then how come we still have that abhiman how come we still have the ego associated with us when the man has already been dissolved in akshar brahm but you will also have to remember that man is the most difficult of all the entities to leave our body or leave our functionality leave our functionality now that is the reason why swami ji always emphasizes on the first stage of vihangam yoga that even he had to do practice the first stage for 3 years because if you have not practiced it thoroughly if you have not controlled your mind the way it should have been controlled then its attributes its qualities will still be associated with you no matter how higher you go up and that is the reason why as we know and we discussed that the soul has a unique characteristic and that unique characteristic is to feel is to identify itself with whatever it is in when it is in the body it identifies itself with the body that the soul is the body that is the reason why we know ourselves as our body we don't remember ourselves as a soul even if we remember it's very transient how many times we have taken care of our soul emphasizing that soul is all that uh, of utmost importance we always talk ourselves talk about ourselves in terms of our body now in this description shabd kare parvesh when the nirati is in that eternal bliss when it merges with that brahma it identifies with the brahma and it gains or it perceives that it has gained the quality of the brahma so the soul's finite consciousness finite consciousness is merged into the infinite supreme consciousness of the god and slowly acquires all the qualities of vast knowledge and super divine powers there have been explanations of rishis in atharvaveda who have ex- described their experience from that stage in these words i am infinitely great 
I'm infinitely strong in the powers of my soul. The power of my eyes, ears, pran, apan, vyan, all are infinitely increased. I'm infinite in everything. But the soul is still finite. It is not infinite in everything. Those are the qualities of Brahma. But with this merge where the soul associates and feels those qualities, that is the time it's downgrade, downward flow, once again starts taking place. Then only with Sadhguru's blessings, the attributes of mana which is still attached with the soul, where it is being told as abhiman, ego, only with Sadhguru's blessings, the soul understands that it is not Brahma. And then the last part of the couplet, Mite Jagat Bharam Vesh. Mite means uh, palliated, alleviated, removed. Jagat, the worldly, Bharam, suspicion, confusion. So only with the blessings of that Almighty, blessings of Sadhguru Dev, in the cavalry stage, where the soul identifies with the Brahma, and then the soul says, Aham Brahmasmi. In my understanding, that is what the reference of Manka Tab Abhiman Sab. There, the presence of the Sadguru Deva, your savior. He directs you and lets you identify. He removes all the confusion that you are shining so bright in the fire. That does not mean you are the fire. You are still the iron which the iron which in, in association with the fire has the attributes of fire, but you are still the iron. So when that confusion is cleared by Sadhguru Dev, that is the essence that with that clearing of the confusion, the, the nirati uh, continues to experience that eternal bliss, that Sital Ravi. And so once again, this is a Bhadik, Vedic part of Vihangam Yoga in which you learn the importance of Sadguru Sapta, without which, uh, without his presence, we need his presence uh, in every aspect. Even as we ascend 
or even the third stage of Vihangam Yoga, uh, without his blessings, that uh, door will not open. So with that, I will stop. And uh, as I understand, this is a question answer session. And uh, I will, uh, uh, the host will proceed from here. And I will try with the best of my uh, ability to answer any questions posed. Yeah. So much thank you, uh, Dr. Subhashji. Yeah, the bridge is open now. Anyone? Uh, Having any questions related to uh, this Dohe, please uh, come forward and you may ask Dr. Subhash. Haji, I have a question. Thank you, <clears throat> Dr. Subhashji. Really appreciate your insight on this. So the question is like I have heard Swamiji Jesse, you know, to, for some souls, Swamiji gave third, fourth, Bhumi directly. Do they still have to keep doing first? Could you please shed some light? Because first is a foundation. And if somebody gets third or fourth, they say, Amit Palji, you know, he got fourth Bhumi directly. Uh, if you can kindly share your wisdom on it. Yeah. Jai Sadhguru Dev Jasvindarji. And... Uh... It's a very vital question in the sense that uh, I have come across people who have been initiated with the fourth, fifth stage. And uh, at the same time, they all have been uh, experiencing the trouble due to man. They will say that when they are in the meditation, they feel the bliss. But at the same time, the worldly uh, attractions uh, still haunts them in some form or the other. So one of the key things that I have learned from them or heard from them that it is very important uh, never to let go the first stage. So what I have learned from them is that they begin the sadhan from the first stage. They do it for some time, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. And only then they move on to do the stages or the highest stage that they have been initiated with. Because uh, month, mind makes the devotees ponder even at the highest stage. So controlling the mind is uh, something that one needs to do uh, relentlessly. Uh, thank you. I, I hope I shed some light. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. I really appreciate Yes, good. If, anyone else? Uh, Anji, if nobody has any question, I have one more question, if if you may permit. Yeah, sure. Good. Otherwise, I can ask in the last. So, Subhashji, 
yesterday there was a beautiful question that came on the table ki when we have crossed all the stage and we got hans day uh, which is you know at fifth bhumi then we are totally submerged into the divine and then you know we are submerged in the divine for a some period of time and then ahankar seed sprout and a person start thinking about ame uh, brahmasmi so now we have crossed our mind is dissolved our kaam krodh moh maya is also gone our prana is also you know dissolved at the uh akshabram and then from there there's nothing but uh, it's all niriti that is driving us towards the divine deeper and deeper so how come because this is the algorithm i need to crack because that is where you can do the reverse engineering what is going on right now hai na and how i can protect right now from that aham which is going to appear again and how can i prolong my stay with the divine force as long as i can ki wo seed na sprout ho so how come that seed sprouts at that time or wo ahankar aata what is the process that happens if you can kindly please you know elaborate on this thank you very much sure i will uh, try to do my best uh, the best way to understand this would be how a soul came onto this earth what happened to the soul that it got caught up in this worldly desire we are looking for ascending from स्थूल सूक्ष्म कारण महाकारण कैवल्य एंड देन हंस शरीर दिक्स स्टेजेस दैट वी टॉक अबाउट बट लेट्स इफ देर वॉज एन हंस बिकॉज द सोल विच है बॉडी सो इफ यू लुक एट दैट फ्रॉम हंस इट्स द कैवल्य शरीर so as i was discussing that uh, yes we talk about the mind being dissolved but if you are not in the molecular form you are still in this earth sitting down in a quiet place and doing meditation so you are still having this mortal frame and chatushyantakaram and everything that makes you then this is one of the qualities and there are many qualities which i was discussing of mind which is attached even if the mind is dissolved the attributes are still attached and so as i also discussed that uh, one of the qualities of the soul is to associate itself 
with whatever it is. Uh, one of the quality of the soul, soul's consciousness, is to identify itself with whatever attributes. So when we say aham or the ego, see, it's very precise. It's not ego about the body. It's not the ego about uh, the house. I have the biggest house. It's not ego about uh, being most beautiful. It's ego about the unique characteristic of the soul of identifying itself with whatever it is associated with at that time. So when in association with Brahma, the moment this identification takes place and when the soul's conscious energy or the soul perceives, now why it is perceiving? Because you are still in the mortal body, you are sitting in your room, you are meditating. So you have elevated yourself but you have not gotten rid of all of those. You have elevated yourself. You have moved from one zone to the other zone. But it's not that, that the body and everything else has gone for good. It has gone because you have made it go away. But it is still there. Unless we are talking about when Sadhguru Sadafaldevji Maharaj left his mortal body and then there was a Akashwani depicting the fact that uh, Yogi Bina Vani ke bolta hai, Yogi Bina Kano ke sunta hai. So if that was the stage where you are deprived of all those things in that purest form, we are not talking about that. We are talking about one of the qualities of the soul that with the supreme soul with the brahma instead of feeling finite it starts feeling that he is it is infinite and that has been labeled as an ego but if you look at precisely when an ego is present ego has to be present for everything but it keeps talking about this unique characteristic in the cavalier stage that is aham brahmasmi because of the association and the feeling of the infiniteness. And there, if that feeling prevails and you are not directed, no one is grabbing your hand to take you from the right direction to the left and whatnot, then the descent continues from cavalier to Mahakaran, Karan, Sthul, Sukshma, Sthul. So there we talk about the role of the Sadhguru Dev in that mandal, in that zone, where he reminds you, reminds the soul, that soul is finite, you are finite. It is this current energy, it is this infinite Parbrahm in association with whom you are feeling that. So even if we keep saying abhiman and ego, it's not the ego in its form that we talk about when we talk about Chatushtyantakaran. It's because of that association. And uh, 
once Sadhguru redirects, that association becomes clear once again to the soul to move to the Hansa stage. Did I explain it to some extent, Jaswinderji? Hanji, Hanji, you know, I'm, I'm very much interested in this question. I think this algorithm I need to break. So I'm collecting your views. So Jaswinderji, what happened to Swamiji? Someone asked, Swamiji, I have left everything to you. So Swamiji says, you haven't left everything to can you elaborate on it? What does exactly mean? I think, is it being referred to Tamogun, Satogun, Rajogun? Unko bhi chhod dena. Does it mean that? Okay. For example, Admi kata hai ki mein ghar chhod diya, paise chhod diye, फैमिली छोड़ दी और मैं सब कुछ छोड़ के त्याग के आपके पास आया हूं और मेरे को मोक्ष का रास्ता दिखाइए तो देन स्वामी जी सेड टू दैट पर्सन तो तुमने अभी गुणा नहीं छोड़े यू हैव लेफ्ट समथिंग बट यू हैवंट तो गुणा को छोड़ने से ही मोक्ष की प्राप्ति मिल सकती है कैन यू प्लीज इलैबोरेट ऑन दैट इफ यू डोंट माइंड बिकॉज़ इट इज समथिंग लिंक्ड टू दिस आई एम ट्राइंग टू फिगर इट आउट यू नो I will do my best based on what I understand to uh, discuss this. If you remember, I gave one of my examples that I went to ashram and uh, at a very early age that I have renounced everything and uh, I've come here to be to be a part of the ashram and devote myself to the ashram. So yes, in the material world, everything was renounced for uh, on the superficial level. But the core characteristics were not renounced. You know, I also discussed that there were teachers there. So one of the teachers started talking about uh, the difference between uh, uh, ashram, parivar, and shevaks like me. Now, if I was someone who had renounced everything, those difference, those uh, emotions that were created by mere words should not have happened. The emotion in me that, oh yes, this teacher is saying it right. Why this difference? But who perceived this difference? It means I still have those traits, those inherent qualities. So for namesake, I have left everything, my ego, my worldly belongings and possessions. But in reality, when someone said that, it affected me. And I discussed in a different way to Sadhguru Sotantra Devji Maharaj. So even if I had came giving up everything, but my desires, the inherent desires, that were not renounced. Leaving the worldly possessions is very easy. 
but getting rid of those quality, the worldly qualities, kam, krod, mad, lov, moh, matsar, all these qualities, it's very difficult to get rid of them. So until and unless you get rid of all of them, it's not you who has come to the ashram to get renunciation, to get salvation. It's just your body. It's just your body that you have brought to the ashram, but your man, your mind is still associated with everything else. In the same manner, a mook yogi, uh, there's another word for them, those who uh, say that uh, I want to speak, I won't be speaking for one week. So this way, without speaking, I'm renouncing a part. Or uh, it shows that I can survive without speaking. That is a good quality. But no, there's a difference between not speaking and not having the desire to speak. So if that yogi is waiting every day for the seventh day, that when will the seventh day come, then I can start talking again, then that is not monvrat. That is not the silence. That is not the real renunciation that we are referring to or we are talking about. So renunciation has to be not only in manvach karma. It, is, it goes beyond that, not just in vachan, not just in a speech, karma, not just in action, but it goes beyond that in which the inner desire should also go away. Similar example of uh, one of the sansmarans is uh, that Swamiji has a sevak uh, who was in the ashram and uh, Swamiji told that sevak, uh, Kolkata jana hai. Shivak didn't ask anything. He said, okay. Because he has given up all the reasonings ki mein Kolkata kab jaunga, kaise jaunga, train se jaunga, paddle jaunga, ticket lunga. All these will be the game of the mind. So if he has kept his mind to himself, then it means he has not yet renounced it. So the example was that the moment Swami said, Kolkata jana hai, he stood up and he started walking. Swami ji said, Ki ye to kaise And I'm not quoting exact words. I don't remember exact words, but I just have the essence in my mind. So, then he said, Swamiji, logo se puchte ho chale jayenge. Phir hua, ki khana pina kaise karenge? Kahan rahenge aap? Swamiji, kahin kisi ke bhi ghar mein darwaja khitkita ke bolenge ki agar wo humko sone de, wahan so jayenge ghar ke bahar. और वैसे ही कहीं भिक्षा मांग के भोजन कर लेंगे। तो दिस इज एन एग्जांपल ऑफ ए पर्सन हु हैज रियली रिनांस्ड एवरीथिंग, रिनांस्ड क्वेश्चनिंग, बिकॉज़ द मेन प्रॉब्लम आई सी वी ऑल फेस इनटू इज़ बिकॉज़ ऑफ़ क्वेश्चनिंग, 
using our intellect, not knowing that the science of Vihangam Yoga is beyond intellect. That was the example of a sadhak who didn't even question kaha jana, uh, kaise jana, kya khana, kaha tikna. And Swamiji says it in the other way in his uh, sayings, khana jana, pina jana, sona jana, but nahi jana, kaha hai jana. So what I want to emphasize is that uh, renunciation and saying that I have left everything uh, is not the way people say about it. And those who have renounced it, they don't talk about it. Why? Because they have renounced in the feeling that he is almighty. He knows it all. He knows what I am, what I have renounced, what I have not renounced. So if I'm capable enough, if I have moved that far and with renunciation, then he will be stretching out his arms. That is what they say that Yad and Daya, you take one step towards Sadhguru and he embraces you uh, with love and uh, uh, everything. So that is my understanding here that uh, just saying that I gave up this, I gave up that, it doesn't amount to anything until and unless you have converted yourself into that sevak uh, who is just there next to Sadhguru Dev without thinking about his sleep, his food, his day-to-day -day activity, and uh, whatnot. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Back thank to you. you. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Subhajji. Really appreciate it. So uh, just moving to the next, uh, um, you know, the uh, slide here is, uh, we would like to inform you that Navy is proud to announce that it is a, um, Conducting a warrior of week, uh, we all know the best time to meditate is Brahmurat between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. But most of all, us fail to do that. To encourage this, Navy started this event where participants join the WhatsApp group called Brahmurat Warrior. Each participant practice Brahmurat meditation on their own. There is no session to join. Once you are done with the meditation, you can send us the status to the group as done. If you are interested to join this group and uh, want to do meditation in the Brahmurat time, you may um, ping me or you may send me a text message. I'll, I'll add you that, uh, to that group. So warrior of the week this uh, time is Suryaram Rajuji, Tejinderji, Yogesh Shagarji, Rajesh Shagarji, Bhagwati Patelji, and Sri Rangji. Uh, thank you so much. And inductees of the week is Ranjani ji, Amit Talikar ji, Geet ji, Maya ji, Rashmi ji, Raj Gupta ji, Dev ji, Dipti ji, Vinita ji, and Lalmani ji. Uh, you all are our inspirations and hopefully we, someday we also start. So now we have reached to the last phase of today's workshop. In this phase, we will chant the sort version of Vandana, Arti and Shanti part. Vandana is the prayer through which we seek blessing of Sadhguru Dev. We request well-being of health, wealth and seek his blessings for his spiritual knowledge. 
I would now request I would now request Isha ji to sing the last four lines of Vandana. Over to you, Isha ji. Thank you, Ravi ji. Guru Vandana. Prabhu Kalpasant Samajyotam Sarvadharma Acharya Jiminathya Ashrit Sindhu Ke Vishwapath Maikarya Prabhu Satya Sant Samaj Tera Aap Raksha Kijiye Jan Sada Par Gyan Bhakti Vrithi Din Din Kijiye बोलिए सतगुरु देव भगवान की जय बैक टू रवि जी थैंक यू ईशा जी आरती आरती इज अनदर प्रेयर ऑफर टू सतगुरु देव हियर वी एक्नॉलेज द पावर ऑफ अलमाइटी एंड प्रे दैट ऑल डिसाइपल्स एक्सपीरियंस इटरनल जॉय लव एंड फ्रीडम फ्रॉम वरीज अंडर हिज होली गाइडेंस आई रिक्वेस्ट एवरीबॉडी टू स्टैंड अप ऑन द फीट for aarti aur now request isha ji to sing last few lines of aarti thank you ravi ji aarti guru murati gati chandrama sevak nayan chakur palak palak nirghat rahe guru murati श्वेत 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 तीन पाद अमृत भरा श्वेत महानत श्वे अष्ट चक्र सब शून्य पर धर अधरा के पा सदापन धर किया भूल पड़ा संसार बोली सतगुरुदेव भगवान की जय बैक टू रवि जी थैंक यू ईशा जी now everyone can sit down for the final prayer shanti part in the shanti part we chant for peace for everyone who exist in this universe may sadguru dev bless the entire cosmos with peace love and prosperity i would now request isha ji to recite the last few lines of shanti part for us thank you ravi ji shanti part he prabhu shanti स्वरूप हो शांति शांति मैं शांति 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 जन शांति हो पूर्ण शांति मैं शांति 
हे प्रभु शांति प्रदान कर दूर हो सर्व शांति देव सदा पल शांति 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 सुख शांति बोली सतगुरु देव भगवान की जय बैक टू रवि जी थैंक यू ईशा जी फॉर फॉर सिंगिंग टेंडिंग प्रेयर्स वंदना आरती एंड शांति पाठ and i would like to thank all of you for joining this uh, session um and encourage everybody to ponder over the topics we discussed today uh would like to request to go through the survey doha what we have discussed and understand the the core spiritual knowledge which is there how the surti becomes nirti what is bhakti what we have discussed today and uh, i would like to thank special thank to dr subhash ji for beautifully explaining survey doha bits and pieces and hope everybody learned from it and uh, it will help us in our daily meditation and thank you isha ji for um, you know your uh, melodious voice for your prayers to lord sadgurudev and tejinder uh, ji and जसविंदर जी एंड निरंजन जी फॉर आस्किंग ब्यूटीफुल क्वेश्चंस एंड शेयरिंग योर इंफॉर्मेशन एंड योर नॉलेज नेवी हैज बीन कंडक्टिंग दिस संडे वर्चुअल सत्संग एंड बिहंगम योगा इंस्टीट्यूशन वर्कशॉप ऑल ओवर यूएसए एंड नॉर्थ अमेरिका ओवर द लास्ट फ्यू इयर्स एनी क्वेरीज रिलेटेड टू दिस कैन बी सेंटर्स वाई एन ई मेल एट इन्फो एट बिहंगम योगा डॉट ऑर्ग i would also like to thank uh, all um uh, members who have just joined the session and make made it as a successful till that um, see you next sunday at uh, 10:30 am eastern standard time in the same zoom meeting and uh, wish you all uh, a very happy fathers day and uh, jai satgurudev to all of you